This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Welcome back to episode number 60 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. Listen, uh, by now, you've already seen episode number 59, and you know I'm doing this whole podcasting over the telephone thing from the comforts of my house. Okay. So um, I want to say, first and foremost, I want to say, I want to say shout out to my baby brother who passed his bar exam. Houston, Texas, you already know what time it is, man. You already know what this platform is about. My girl Demaria dropped a single, and I'm going to play it on every episode that I can. Boss you up. Now streaming on all platforms. What up, Demaria? What up, Sir John Monet? What up, Truly Preezy? We're going to get it popping soon, y'all. The pandemic won't stop the podcast. The pandemic won't stop the podcast. This is what support look like, man. I'm sorry, man, but I just got to play the record. Let's go. Heard about me, but it's hard to find me. I lay low with my team, plotting on a milli. Okay, I don't mean to start the podcast off like that, but when we get when I call my guest, I don't want to disturb her. I'm gonna play a song on the podcast while she's on, but um, I just I just gotta get the record out. You know who I am. You know what I came to do. I'm here to support the support the people that need support. I'm here to support the creatives. This is a mobile podcast for the creatives, made by a creative, and this is what we do, man. We get it popping. <laughs> Okay, man, so uh, Let me get started with the podcast Here we go Here we go Hello Hello Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello. Can you hear me? No, let me do that again. I apologize. I didn't do you right. Hold on. I'm going to call you right okay. back. No problem. Okay, I didn't do that right, y'all. Excuse me. Hello. Yo, Nicole, I did not do that right. I apologize. <laughs> you good. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Next podcast. Uh, this is episode number 60, uh, production of Still Visionary, Inc. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. How oh, you doing? I'm great. 
I'm great. And uh, in this in this new podcasting phase that I'm in right now, I wanted to. I really originally I wanted to come out to Atlanta. I wanted to sit face to face with you, vibe, okay. have a couple of drinks, do the podcast. But you know, with this pandemic right now, we really can't do things like that. So I have right. to do what I can to continue the uh, movement and uh, be safe as possible. Right, of course. Yeah, so um, before we get started with the episode, right, uh, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Okay. Go ahead. Um, My Instagram is at actress Nicole Crump. My Facebook is Nicole Crump. My Twitter is actress Nicole Crump. And website is www.nicolecrump.com. Okay. Okay. And my name is John Ross Dyke the first. And you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at uh, John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook and visit my website. It's still visionary.com. Directly in front of you, and Nicole, you can't see this, uh, and I'll talk about this a little later on in the episode, but directly in front of you, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia now, I uh, have all my merch. You can shop stillvisionary.com slash apparel. Again, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good, as I can be in this, you know, pandemic and this craziness right now, yeah. but um, doing well. Good. You look good on Instagram. You look like... You look like you're glowing up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you and the podcast and oh. just who you become. We've been knowing each other for years now. Oh, so no doubt. You know that. You I'm know definitely that. excited to see the man that you've become. You've always been mature, but the man you've become. Oh, listen, you're going to make me awesome. blush on front. Look, listen, Houston, Texas, now that you're watching this episode, I mean, you could, I suggest that this series that we're going into in, in the month of April, that you stream this podcast by audio. But if you choose to look at how I look, then you can um, watch the podcast on YouTube. But uh, thank you so much, Nicole. Uh-huh. How you doing? How you do? I can't, I got to keep asking you that because it's been so long since we talked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I have no complaints. It's uh, definitely a, uh, a trying year mm-hmm. um, for everybody. But I, I, I believe through all of this, we will uh, have the victory in everything that we do in every aspect of life. No doubt. So, yeah. No doubt. So, um, you know, uh, obviously we go way back. We go yeah. way, way back. This is this is pre-Atlanta, pre-the What's Next podcast. And um, let's just catch everybody up. Houston, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. Nicole and I, we did a stage play together a couple of years, well, a few years ago. And then we uh, ended up doing that stage play in movie form. And we did that a few a couple of years ago. And then... Um, Nicole, you you disappeared. But before we get into the meat and potato of things, okay, this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people's attention span is short. Uh, you you can't guarantee until you're on that platform that people are going to listen to a whole anything you do all the way through. What should people take from your journey, um, from this conversation we're about to have, and uh, from who you are? Um. I I think they should take just um, the enlightenment of life and um, 
the circumstances that it brings to you and how to overcome obstacles, how to succeed um, and still be uh, yourself, be you through all of that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what I feel like they should take from it. Still be you, be true to you, mm-hmm. no matter what your journey is, no matter what your path is. Okay. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so uh, is this your first podcast? Let me start there. Is this your first podcast? Um, being on a first, uh, being on a podcast? Uh-huh. Um, no, it's not my first time being on a, well, being a featured guest, no. However, I do have my own podcast. Okay. Um, as well. Okay. Um, and so uh, it's called Remedial Bastards. Um, okay. And um, it's, it's something that I do. Uh, we're in hiatus right now because of what everything is going on and, and whatnot, but we will resume once this dies down and, and get back into the flow of things. So. Where, where can people check out the previous episodes at? Uh, the previous episodes are on YouTube at Remedial Podcast. So we're also on Instagram at Remedial uh, Bastards Podcast. Um, so you can check that out. Follow us. We follow back. Um, we do post, you know, uh, different things on there, different episodes. But uh, to get a full uh, episodes, go to our YouTube channel, which is Remedial Bastards uh, Podcast on YouTube. So Okay. Remedial Bastards Podcast. Okay. Yeah. I see you on here. Who's this guy that looks like, um, he looks like one of the Moore Brothers. Okay, I got you. Anyway, I got you. Anyway, I'm following. Okay. So, Miss Crump, actress Nicole Crump. Um, we conclude the movie. Uh, I think this is what, 2014 maybe? We conclude the movie in 2014. Um, uh-huh. And uh, we have a premiere later on that year, maybe a year after. So, I, don't, I can't remember the timeline exactly. And then you up and uh, move to Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Creativity comes from experiences. Talk about that, because there's there's and when I say that there it was an experience that created this this platform. It was an experience that created me moving the podcast towards telephone calls right now. I'm just interested mm-hmm. to see. Let's start back where you started acting at. Like like how was the how was the whole experience for you for Love Is and maybe even after that before you moved to Atlanta and then talk about moving to Atlanta and the the cause of it why why you did it. Gotcha. Um, well, I started out as a, as a singer. So I grew up in the church, started singing, uh, was a praise and worship leader, choir director, uh, had a youth choir, started with that, started acting in about 2012. I was still kind of stage fright on, you know, the acting aspect of it, but I always knew I wanted to be an actress. So yeah. actually, um, I did a couple um, community plays in Houston, and Love Is was actually one of those, you know, in my first phase of doing plays. Mm. To film my first movie, Love Is was the very first movie that I ever filmed, ever. Mm. Mine too. And it was an amazing experience to work with you guys and to work with Jayla and and, and you and just a bunch of other people um, in that particular movie. It was definitely a blessing. So that was actually my first step of, you know, being on film and seeing that. And, you know, so it's so funny to even go to the premiere and to watch it, you know, in a theater uh, to see, 
you know, where we were as actors and where we are now and, and just the whole experience. And so, um, after Love Is, um, my second film, uh, was a film called Love by Chance. Mm. And Love by Chance was uh, a film I filmed here in Atlanta. So I transitioned to Atlanta in 2014. And I remember taking an acting workshop in Houston. And Tommy um, Tommy from Martin came out. Rest in peace. And uh, he did an acting workshop. And he told me, he said, hey, are you serious about this thing? He said, I think you should move to Atlanta. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to really, you know, do that. I got kids, I got younger daughters, you know, I just wasn't, you know, I just didn't know. And dealing with life circumstances and dealing with some things, I just decided one day that, hey, I'm just going to believe in myself. And Tyrese was talking um, on a particular video he posted on Facebook and he was like, hey, you know, you want to do this, you see yourself doing this, you believe in yourself. He say, you know, sometimes you got to pick up and you got to go where everything is. Mm. You know, he was like, you can't expect yourself to be in Shreveport, Louisiana, and bam, you want a Hollywood role when you know that they don't even film stuff in that area. He said, you got to go where it is. And so I took that and I took what Tommy told me and I, I came to Atlanta in September of 2014 and my first week here, I, I was exhausted. I had moved from, you know, from Texas to Atlanta and Typically, I take a nap, and when I take a nap, I'll turn my, my ringer off. And then I didn't turn my ringer off that day. And I was napping. I got a call, and I answered it. And it was an Atlanta number, and I'm like, okay, well, nobody here really has my information. Well, it was a uh, casting director from Tyler Perry Studios. Mm. And they asked me to come in, and this was literally like my third day there. Um, told me to come in. They wanted me on set to play a stylist on the, sh- on the show for better or worse with Tasha Smith and Michael Jai White. Mm. And I went, went to set, was excited, was so happy, you know, to even be there and ended up thinking it would be one show, but I ended up working four seasons on that show mm. for that particular role. Um, so to get a chance to work with Tyler Perry and to be here my first week in Atlanta and book something like that, to me, that was huge. Mm. Um, and then it just kind of took off from there, from working on TV One to ID Channel to, you know, even Adult Swim. I landed a show on Adult Swim, and it's just been it's been up from there. So I definitely don't regret my move at all. Okay. Did you did you fly or did you drive to Atlanta from Houston? I drove. I <clears throat> I put all my stuff in my storage because I was working in property management. Um, when I left Atlanta. So I left my 401k. I left everything. And when I left Houston, I, I left all of that. I put my stuff in storage. I didn't have a guy when I moved to Atlanta. I just jumped out on faith. Like I mm. literally took a leap of faith. Um, when I got here, I started doing the work on the Tyler Perry show. So that's what paid my bills for the, for the next few months was actually doing for better or worse. Mm. Um, and so that's how I maintained for a while and, and um, you know, landed an agency here and landed some, some other agents, you know, across the Southeast region. And it's just been like up from there. So I, I can't, I can't tell anybody if you, if you, only thing I can say is if you have a vision and you have a dream and you have passion about something, step out on it. Stop letting people dictate 
what you should do with what you know God has put in you. Mm. Okay. So taking taking the advice that um Tyrese gave and that Tommy, the late Tommy for rest in peace to him gave. Um if if you're looking if some so so how do you think that that differs from now how creatives are are coming about like everybody's doing their own thing from where they are and they're just throwing it up on the internet. Do you think that it's still mandatory that people um if they want to move or uh do you think that it's mandatory that people just move still if they if they want to um grow? I think it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, don't I, I wouldn't tell everybody, hey, pick up and, you know, do this, do that. I think if you're led to do so, then do it. It's so much technology out here. You know, I'm friends with a lot of people who are, you know, Instagram comedians and, you know, uh, all of these people. And they're here or they're there. They're in a, in a city where technology has definitely changed a lot even since 2014 mm-hmm. you know it definitely came um a long way so sometimes i mean you don't have to move you can mm-hmm. still become who you are and, and and do what you do and be where you are i just know for me and my walk i mm-hmm. had to move okay okay and in your move in your choice so so when you when you did before you talked to Tommy, did you have the inclination that maybe you might have to move? And if you did, did you ever think about LA and why not LA over Atlanta? Um at the time, um I was I was I was talking to someone at the time. I was in a relationship and you know, we had talked about coming to Atlanta mm. um as as actors. So we, we had talked about that. Um, and just, you know, dealing with that whole situation, it kind of showed me that, Hey, I can do this. I, I can do this on my own. I can just, you know, I can, I can take some, take a leap of faith on my own. Um, I never really wanted to go to LA, um, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think for me, I think it's, it's, um, it's, it's steps to it to, for me, you know, as a black actress, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people feel like you have to go to LA and you have to, you know, I think I don't regret the opportunities that I had here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I do feel my talent is um, dope enough to where if I had the right agency, um, I could have uh, ascended even in Houston at this point when I look back at it. Um, But I don't regret the move. I think Atlanta definitely um, is a place that you can um, prosper, that you can succeed. Um, it is a lot of black actors out here. Um, I don't look at it as competition. I think if with one win, we all win. You yeah. know, um, if one, one box, somebody gets a role, another female gets a role, we all get the role. We all succeed in a way. Yeah. Um, so that's the way I look at it. Okay. Um, it hasn't been easy. Has it been easy? I have a lot of my, my fellow Houston actors that you know, we, we all came up, you know, under the same you know, director or, you know, working with the same coach or something like that. They, they called me and said, Hey, Nicole, I want to move to Atlanta. What did you do? You know, the move is not for everybody. Mm, I think that's key. I think that's key to understand because as a creative now, I am, um, the thought has come to my mind because here's the thing. So, I have a mobile podcast here in Houston, Texas. The What's Next podcast is mobile. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, had this opportunity come and I was just like, hey, you know what? Nicole, I, I want to come to Atlanta. I want I want to get you on the podcast. Is that doable? I would have driven to Atlanta to get you on the podcast, right? So I have a homegirl that I went to holla at last year in L.A. We sat, we talked on the podcast. She moved out to L.A., right? And so I'm just trying to find out just from the actresses that have moved, if if moving is something that, you know, is vital or is it something that you just take a chance on? I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, it's it, it, it's up to, you know, your situation. Um, mm-hmm. Could I see you and what you do, you know, out here? Of course I can. A lot of people sometimes, and I don't knock anybody's talent and what they do, a lot of people think that they have it, honestly, and you know, you, 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 you know, you got people saying, oh, you know, your family don't, don't want to disappoint you. You know, I know a lot of actresses, a couple out here who's moved from Houston and, you know, hey, they heard around the way, dang, Nicole came out here and she didn't land this and she didn't did this and she didn't did that. But they don't take the time to hone their craft and do what they need to do to get to that step. And they think because of their looks and what they, you know, who they, you know, they think they can just get it, and it, it's a grind. It's yeah. a grind. And it's not a grind to where you have to sell your soul or you have to, you know, do things that are not um, of integrity. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like you have to have, you know, it, it, it's a grind. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, I, I connect a lot. I try to network a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I not only, you know, am an actress, um, but even transitioning out here, I became a media correspondent. I became mm, a host. And okay. I work for a Hustle and Soul magazine. I'm the brand ambassador and uh, media correspondent for Hustle and Soul magazine and Empower magazine, which is under the umbrella of Empower Media Group. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a host since I came out here. So different avenues that I'm working with. And I asked God, my prayer was, John, when I came out here on the road coming here, I say, God, order my steps to put me in the path of people who can see me succeed, mm-hmm. who believes in me, you know, and God has done just that. And I, I know for sure his word hasn't came back void because everything that was told to me as a kid, everything that was prophesied to me as a kid, all of that's coming to pass. And I don't, I, I, I know, I know for sure that God is real. You okay. know what I'm saying? And when he gives you something, act on it. A lot of times we wait and we want to, Wait for God to hand us something when God is saying literally <laughs> your faith without work then you gotta work it. Yeah. I got it for you, but you gotta work it, you yeah. know. And that's where that's where I am on it. So um I was um I remember saying to myself, Hey, I wanna go to At- uh not Atlanta, but I wanna go to LA to do the podcast and I remember thinking about that thought over and over and over again. And then um, I bought the plane tickets. Once I bought the plane tickets, I said, okay, at least I'll be able to fly there. Now, what happens when I land? I don't know, right? So um, on the way to Atlanta in the car, you said that you prayed to the Lord and you asked him to order your steps. How many times did you think about um, exiting and you turning and coming back home? I would have to say... Honestly, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. one time, okay, one time, and that was about 2018. That was October 2018. 
Okay, so you had, you had already made it to Atlanta, and you, I had already made it. Okay, okay, yeah. 2018. You want to come home? Go ahead. Yeah, I was I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was you know I had landed. I got a talent manager. I got an eight. I got two agents out here. I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. I'm taking courses. I'm taking these master classes, and I'm not booking nothing. Mm. I'm not booking anything. I didn't, I, I, and, and you know me, you've seen my appearance from then. I, mm-hmm. I you know, got braces, got mm-hmm. my teeth fixed. I was like, okay, let me just, let me just do this. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't booking anything. And I told God in October and I wasn't booking anything consecutively for about seven to eight months. I said, man, I can't after, after my adult swim shoot that I did for a show on adult swim after that, I didn't book anything. And I was like, okay, God. If this ain't for me, you know, hey, let's 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 revisit this because if not, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And I told God and I, I feel like sometimes, you know, we gotta talk to God, you know, not disrespectfully, but like how how I'm talking to you. Like God, hey, you said this, you said this, you you told me, you know, to step out and do this and do that. And so I I brought it back up to him and I said, you know, if I don't find anything or you don't give me anything by the time this month ends of October, I'm going back to Houston. Mm. I went to a photo shoot. <clears throat> I wasn't even going to do the photo shoot. The photographer called me. He said, you got to do this shoot. I mm. need you at this shoot. I go to the shoot. I say, okay, I'm here. It was a young lady sitting there. Didn't know who this lady was, anything. I did my photo shoot. She came up to me after my shoot. She said, I need to reach out to you this week. What's your social media? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Gave her my social media. The young lady hit me up on in my inbox on Messenger and said, hey, I got a position I need for you to fill. I really strongly believe just watching you and researching who you are on social media. She said, I think you'd be great for this this job. And I said, okay, well, what is it? She said, well, be my media correspondent. I need you to do all my red carpet events. Mm. Um, I need you to host all my red carpet events for Empower Magazine and Hustle and Soul Magazine. And I was like, what? Like, I've never done that a day in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, since I've had that gig in at the end of 2018, I've interviewed, God has placed me in the path of so many people from Oscar Award winners to Grammy Award winners and to connect with these people has been amazing, yeah. like amazing. Yeah. So God answered my prayer. I was giving up. I really was. God said, no, I got something for you, but you got to, you got to wait. You got to be patient. Yeah. But when I asked and demand, God, you got to show me because if not, I'm going home. Yeah. He did that. <laughs> and I've been blessed to, you know, interview Michael, uh, Sterling K. Brown, mm. to interview Matthew Knowles, mm. interview, you know, so many people that I didn't even think I would even be in the same room with these people. Mm. Mm. So it, it's been a blessing. So I don't regret it. If you know you got it and you know what God has said, step out on it. You got to step out on it. You know, you don't have to be defined in Houston. Every, the move is not for everybody. Yeah. So you so you think that the people that let's just say that the people that believe that the move is not for them, you think that they can make it from Houston or that still need something else. What are we missing in the city? I think what Houston is missing 
is a lot of um, industry work. You may have it because sometimes they, you know, they do cast from Houston. I know from some amazing actors who have who book great things from Houston. Mm. You got to have the right people in your corner. You mm. have got, you have you have to have the right people in your corner. You know, a lot of times they book out of Austin, and no no disrespect to my Caucasian sisters and brothers, n- none of that. But when they book a lot of times out of Austin. It's for the Caucasian community, mm. you know. Now, if there is something, you know, for the black, why a lot of people come to Atlanta because they feel like it's the it's the it's the the black Hollywood. Yeah, I don't feel like it's the black Hollywood. Hollywood is Hollywood. Yeah, Atlanta is a whole different space. Do I yeah. think you can prosper as a black actor or as a black actress out here? Sure, sure yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I came home to film something with um with uh Charnel Brown, and a lot of people know Charnel from you know a different world. She played Kimberly Reese on a different world. I came back to book something for a show that we got coming out, and you know something was said in the in the in the in the meeting, you know, and it wasn't her. But, you know, somebody in the media say, hey, you don't have to move to Atlanta to do this. You don't have to move to L.A. Well, it's not for everybody. If you feel like you need to, if you pray about it, hey, if God say move, then you move. Okay. Okay. Do you, is, is Atlanta home for you? Atlanta is home to me. Um, okay. I honestly don't feel that I would move back to Houston. Okay. Um, seeing that I have so much invested here, okay. Um, I think my next step would be uh, would be LA, but I'm praying on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. You see, I asked that question to my homegirl Asia Munns, who is actually the first guest I had on this new new you know talking on the podcast on the telephone, and and when we did our episode Labor Day weekend in 2019. She said that L.A. wasn't home. So it's mm. interesting to hear you say that LA, Atlanta rather is home for you. Mm-hmm. OK, so so you're, you're yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was home. about to transition. I, I've had um, I've met some, some great people, like I said, since I've been here mm-hmm. and I have a a, um, a friend who's an Oscar award winner. I won't say his name. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, move to LA. You move to LA, I got you. I mm-hmm. got you. Like I can get you in. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if God didn't say it, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't move on it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so you're in LA. I'm sorry. I'm. Sorry. I keep saying LA. You're in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. You move there because you um. Because of the inside of Tyrese, because of the inside of Tommy Ford, right? You get to Atlanta the first time you have that show with Ty, with Tyler Perry. How is the transition in the culture from back home to Atlanta? What does that look like for you? Because my thing is this. Because my thing is this. Obviously, you still have to work. Because it's not it's not all the time that you're booked and stuff like booked and busy. It's not mm-hmm. all the time. You still have to work. Mm-hmm. So how is that culture, mm-hmm. that transitioning be- between getting that spot with Tyler Perry and then now after that's done, now you have to go back to mm-hmm. a regular nine to five or whatever, 10 to six right. before right. you get your another before you get the other joint. Right. 
And here's the thing, and that's a blessing about doing what I do, even in property management, because I can always have a job. Mm -hmm. I know, and a lot of people won't, a lot of celebrities won't say this. um, And what people, let me say, the people that we think are celebrities, we will look at people and we'll put them on a platform and we'll put them on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. But they live in day-to-day lives like us. Mm -hmm. I know people who, who have worked on OWN, who have been on shows on OWN, who are still to this day working nine to five. Mm. Mm. And we see them on TV and you like, I want to be that person, but that person got to get up and go to work the next morning. <laughs> you know, they, when they, when that show ends, cause a lot of times they film, you know, they'll film here and there, you know, uh, two weeks to film a whole season. You know, after that, they got to go to work cause they taking their PTO time to film mm. what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the, that's the balance. So the culture is a little bit different. It is different. What I do know for me being on set in Texas and being on set here, the, the culture of the set life is different. Okay. You know, Explain. We'll, we'll Explain. Hashtag set life. it's so different. You know, I think not, not knocking my city, not knocking my city at all, but I think some of the directors, um, they sell false hope. But when you get on a when you get on a professional set, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Just like we're different from LA. Had some people from LA, you know, and worked with some some casting directors from LA. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the, some of the culture here is to them is totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things that they do in LA, they, they don't condone here of how they were set here. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. It's just, it's, I think it's different everywhere, yeah. you know, but it's all about how you adapt. And, and we as professional actors, I don't care where we're from, Houston, we could be from Oklahoma. We, when you adjust, you adjust. Okay. And I observed a lot. And that's one thing I will take from working with Tyler. Tyler runs his set totally different from the way um, the people at Adult Swim ran their set. Like it's mm. totally different. Every Everybody's different. Yeah. But when you take it, and and you're professional about it, they call you back. You know, even a lot of the shows on ID and, you know, um, TV One that I do, sometimes I don't even have to audition for those shows. You have casting directors that will email you and say, hey, Nicole, I got a role for you. Mm. I know you can do it. I need you here. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Houston, Texas, the phone just dropped. This is episode number 60, Okay. And uh, we have actress Nicole Crump on the podcast um, coming in from Atlanta, Georgia. Right. So, um, listen, this is what I want to do. In lieu of me talking to an actress from Atlanta, Georgia. Right. I want to play my man. Echo Remix's record. You. Oh, she's calling back. Hold on. She's calling back. Never mind. She's calling back. Hold on. Yes. Um. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No problem. No problem. Yo, (laughs) Nicole, man, it's been so long, man. Um, Man, you know what? Um, I want to say that I'm proud of you. Right. And I thought to uh, say that I think that I really thought to say that. And I'm not saying that me saying that makes it mean any more than somebody who is a significant figure in their life. Like, i.e., let's just say if Tyler Perry said it to you, right? I'm only mm-hmm. saying that from the creative standpoint of yeah. somebody who um, 
acted across from you, saw your potential then, right? And then witnessed yeah. you go and chase your dreams. You know what wow. I'm saying? And so I want to say to you that I'm proud of you. And, you know, um, you. when I look at your Instagram, you make Atlanta look phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, you know, I mean, I for me, I, I've... I've thought about the aspect of moving, um, okay. but, but for me, I just, for me, I was like, man, I want to be somebody in my city before I move, you know, because yeah. I'm likely to never return. Yeah. I think my mom put a, put a gym in my head. She wouldn't let me go to Howard when I was in high school. Now, listen, I didn't, I didn't get into Howard. Howard was my dream college when I was coming out of high school, but my mom mm -hmm. said, if I went to Howard, I would have never returned. Right. Mm. And so um, now I'm fixated on just being somebody in the city, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody who has traveled, has is well versed, who you know doesn't really necessarily sound like he's from Houston, right. but is Houston to the core. Not at all. I went to Booker T. Washington. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm, I'm from the southwest side of Houston, Texas. So, I mean, all that aside, man, I'm proud of you. Uh, I think Thank that you. I think that what you're doing is just phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you have. A story to tell to everybody. So when I was thinking about who I wanted to get on the podcast next, I was like, man, you know, I seen Nicole grinded. And at first I wasn't following you on Instagram. And that's uh -huh. just, you know, just as you know, yeah. you're not paying attention. And when I finally yeah. did it, I was like, okay, I gotta follow Nicole. You know what I'm saying? So just watching you is 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 miraculous. I appreciate that. You know, yeah. I appreciate that, Jay. And and yeah. and you and you too, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I was talking to someone and real briefly, you know, and I, I get that aspect of, 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 you know, you wanting to, you know, make your name great in the city. Sometimes we got to step outside of our own city mm. to become something for people to say, OK, hold up. Yeah. You know, that's she from our city. He from our city. Yeah. You know, um, and, and and make no mistake about it. I'm at I'm at a point to now, you know, I'm getting to where I need to be. I'm not where I where I want to be, but where I need to be. Yeah. And I'm writing my own script right now. Mm. Say, you know what? I'm writing my own. Let me let me write my own something. Mm. And my thing is. All of my actors that I have will be Houston, mm. will be Houston based. Mm -hmm. They're people that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. They're people that I've worked in these community plays with that I did movies with while I was there. Mm -hmm. And I want to create a platform for my people yeah. from my city. No doubt. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? I do. We got enough people that have recurring roles and this, 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 and this. Okay, well, let me show some talent that I know my city got. Yeah. And so I plan to come and I'm working on it now. We're working on the budget. We're working on, you know, everything for it. I'm coming back to my city, not just to pick people from there, but to film there. Yeah. Yeah. Be, you know. Okay. Let's let before we dive into that. What songs on your mind right now? What songs on your mind? What song? Yeah. Oh man. So you know, I grew up in church, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I've been I've been humming something all day, and it's funny because because like thirty minutes before we jumped on the podcast, one of my really good friends, I respect him so much. He's actually in Houston and he's killing the game. Um, he's the di uh, director in Houston. He called me and he say, you cannot let another week go by without posting a video of you singing on your social media handles. I need you to do that. Mm. And I was like, okay, but 
grew up in church and just dealing with what we're dealing with today. Um, there was a song we used to sing in the church that says, I will trust in the Lord mm. until I die. Mm. You know, and that's it's the old congregational hymnal yeah. that we sung. But that song has been in my spirit like all week because I'm like, whatever we going through, I know God is going to bring us out of this. For sure. You know, so that's the song that's been in, in my spirit. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> all week. You know, you know, um, you've been talking about the Lord all episode. Right. And I um, in my spirit, I woke up Sunday morning. We We did church online. Um, because of the pandemic and everything. And I would say that um, the church I go to is entitled Hope City, and they play a lot of this um, band's music. It's called Elevation Worship, and the name of the record is called, um, let me look at my phone because I want to make sure I get it right. The name of the record is called God of the Promise, Mm. right? And it's, it's, it's contemporary gospel, right? But, you know, I've learned in contemporary gospel, that you know they they use a lot of biblical references right it's mm-hmm. just it's not like the old school hymns that you get in you know when you go to the traditional black churches like mm-hmm. when i go to my wife's church they sing hymns right and and they mm-hmm. sing songs that you you grow up singing in the church right so mm-hmm. you know my wife had i haven't asked my wife to teach me any yet but uh thinking of that song and it's just something you know on the secular side I was listening to uh, making the band, uh, the bands uh, too hot for TV. And I'm going to go with tonight because my brother was playing that record the other day when Mm -hmm. I was with him. So um, those two songs are on my mind right now. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, an an Atlanta actress, if you could surmise it in one word, what would you say that an an Atlanta actress is in 2020? Authentic. Authentic. Okay. I think that should be the name of the episode. Authentic. Okay. Okay. Why? Um, so many people out here, so many cultures mm-hmm. from and and I'm talking about black people. You have Trinidadians, you have Jamaicans, you have Africans, you have African Americans, you have, you know, Dominicans, you have so many people. And so through it all, I think we're all set apart. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all set apart. No one is the same. No one looks the same. You may favor somebody, but but you're you. And that's what make you authentic, even to God. Mm. Um, that's what sets you apart to him. So for me, it's just everybody's authentic yeah. and everybody's talent is different. And you, yeah, we may go up for the same roles, but hey, we're all different and we all going to do that role differently. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, authentic. I like that. So, okay, um, you know, creativity comes from experiences. I've, we've already talked about talked about that before. But what made you now write your own scripts? Talk talk about that. Let, let's let's dive into that because that when you said that, I was like, okay, ooh, it's time to talk. <laughs> it's you time know, to talk. Sometimes we as artists and we as actors and actresses, we wait for people to give us an opportunity. Mm, 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 mm. So, mm, mm, you know, I sat down and I said, you know, I've been talking about this for a few years now that I wanted to. And I was all, all oh, I, I honestly was terrified to write my own script. I said, mm. you know, it's just going to be so much work and I'd rather just get cast and, you know, book somebody else stuff. And in my transition of not booking, 
My mm-hmm. talent manager called. She said, well, what are you doing in the meantime that you're mm-hmm. not working? You know, I say, well, she was like, well, you, you got so much potential. You know, what what are you doing? She said, you ain't got a book. I was like, ah. I said, you know what? I got a script mm. that I've been trying to write. And I started it with the help of my friend who's a director in Houston. Shout out to Courtney Gaudy. Mm, like, okay. he is a beast. He's so, like, he motivates me. And he's like, hey, get it out. Write it. I got you. Mm. What do you need? Mm. And I started writing my script and man, when I started typing that, that thing up, it was just like, Oh my God. Like I didn't know, you never know the potential you have until you start really believing in yourself. And it took me to write a couple pages, a couple scenes. And I was like, man, hold up. I got this in me. I can do this. Mm. And I started doing, and I started doing, and I started writing and, you know, I started that because the story that I'm writing is not about my life. It's about my mom's life. Mm. And, you know, my mom grew up in church and so and her and my aunts and uncles. And so, of course, some of it is embellished, but mm. the story is about the life of my mom. My mom toured my mom and my aunties. They toured with people that we know today, Rance Allen and Albertina Walker and Shirley Caesar. They toured and sung with these people. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to take the story of my mom and my aunt and they didn't they didn't get to reach their plateau of what they felt their greatness would be. Mm. And so me being a, a heir of my mom, I'm like, you know, one thing my mom did tell me the day before she passed, she said, you gonna make it. I don't know what her version of you gonna make it is. Mm-hmm. I know what my version is mm-hmm. and I won't let her down. Yeah. So I'll carry on her legacy, whether it's singing or whether it's acting. I'm gonna carry it on just as well as my aunts. They passed two months apart yeah. in 2017. Yeah. And so, you know, this story is a tribute to my family. Yeah. And so I, I started writing and writing and writing. And right now we're in the phase of getting everything finalized. Yeah. We have potential cast picked out uh, for investors and things like that. So um, it's just it's just a, it's a lot of hard work. But I felt like at that season, you know, let me do something for myself. If I'm not booking right now, Mm -hmm. let me start on my stuff, because sometimes you got to create your own platform just like you are. You know, your podcast is is phenomenal. I've watched some episodes (laughs) like seriously, you know, and I know you send me some links, but I was like, I already watched some episodes. So I see your potential. So when you create a platform for yourself. You know, this world is this 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 social media game is big. You know, anybody can see you. You know, a lot of times we think people don't see, you know, people in higher places and who are elevated. They you know, we don't think that they see us. They do. When you when you tag, best believe they see that. Yeah. You know, and so it's all about believing in, in what you're doing. So. Yeah, that's how I got started on, you know, writing my own script. And, you know, uh, while you were talking about it, I wanted to say, uh, man, my condolences for the loss of your mother. You know, um, a loss like that. I never I never I I experienced the loss of my baby boy. And I just wanted to say to you, man, my condolences for that. I just didn't want to interrupt you when you said that. But my condolences on the loss of your mother. You handle it well. You too. You too. Thank you. And I've. 
I've watched, you know, your journey as as well as Miss Kizzy's. I, I've watched you guys on social media. So I saw the pain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I saw it and I was just like my my heart was there. I made it and say anything, you know, on every post. But I was just like, man, I feel him like I, yeah. I get him. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. My condolences to you all. Yeah. Yo, um, today is, and, and we still got a little bit more to talk about. Today is okay. um, April the 6th, 2020, and we have 269 days left in the 2020 year. What do you hope to attain in 269 days? 269 days. Yeah. I actually hope <laughs> um, career-wise to be greater. Um, I set goals for myself, whether they're short term or long term. Um, I do do that. I, I'm not a resolution female. I don't I don't set resolutions of what I'll do for that year. I just write my short term goals and ultimately get to my long term goals. My long term goals um, have one has been accomplished right now where it's being accomplished. I am actually the host of Black Media Honors. Um, this year in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, it is the inaugural year for Black Media Honor. So it's our first year. We have some amazing people coming on board as a host and media correspondent. I think this for me, this is something huge. Um, only being in um, being a media correspondent since the end of 2018 and to be on a platform to where I'm on TV one hosting a actual um media honors and being the being the the full host for the show um that is august 22nd and 23rd here in atlanta georgia yeah um so i'm super excited about that we are honoring essence magazine we're honoring tv one kathy hughes michelle rice we have jamal bryant we have rashad ritchie we have um John Johnson. Mm -hmm. We have so many people coming out. We have detectives from First 48. We have um, so many great people. Attorney Ben Crump, Trayvon Martin's mom, Sabrina Fulton. Uh, It's going to be just an amazing event. So that's one of them um, that I know um, that I'm knocking out the ballpark in 2020. And to just finalize everything with my script, my goal is to uh, pitch my script to Netflix Okay. Um, for an eight episodic series. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my goal. And you know, with prayer and and hard work and dedication, I'm you know working with my agents. So I'm hoping to book another um, another show on yeah. any network. Yeah. Um, but that's that's one of the things. And then you know, just being a mom and watching my daughters come from tiny tots to you know being able to graduate high school. Like this is just yeah. yeah it's been a long time. <laughs> when when I saw them when I saw them last, they were how old? They were like seven and eight. Like mm. yeah, they were little. <laughs> and you moved in 2014, six years later. They're 14. Well, well, they're a little, okay. So six years later, they would be 13 and 14, but you said graduating from high school. So they're what, 17 and 18. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, yo, okay. Listen, um, you know, I, it's too, uh, okay. I get the Atlanta perspective from you. I get the LA Mm -hmm. perspective from Asia. 
right? Um, mm-hmm. And um, both of you in the different conversations have spoken a lot about financing in terms of the individual projects that you guys are um, trying to manifest, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, the reason why I bring that up is because, uh, you know, the acting is not enough, like you've said, right? You want to, you want to, uh, open up the window more, open up the, the uh, portfolio more and start to write on your own. Why do you think that? Uh, and, and the reason why I say that is because you guys sound so polished. Like when I was in L.A. last year, I was sweating sitting next to my homegirl because I could feel the professionalism on her. I could feel it. I'm on the phone with you. I could feel the professionalism on you through the phone. Why? Uh, why is it that? Uh, and And. Okay, let me let me let me um add on to it a little bit more. Here in Houston, um I've written a few scripts, right? And I know that because Houston is like a secondary market that my homeboy used to tell me back in the day, I know that if I'm going to bring my script to somebody that I believe is a decent actor and I want to portray my character, I'm not talking about a budget. Why is it that you um mention investors? and budgets and all of that when you talk about your project um i feel like you know you can you can shoot what you shoot with you know favors and you know hey i know this person that can shoot this and you you know shoot that but when you're looking at uh elevating and mm. being on a level of professionalism and you're 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 in the room with people that you know can get your project out there when you're and I'm talking about from you know the Steven Spielbergs to mm. you know the, the 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 people with Marvel and you know you're constantly networking. Um budgets are important. Not only that, we know we know as actors a lot of times we've done stuff, Jay, where we didn't get paid at all. Facts. But we did. So, so, so a lot of times you have to set yourself apart and you have to you have to set a level of standard for yourself, for your project. Sometimes you can't do everything for free. Mm. You know, you get to a level to where, you know, hey, it was cool. But now the, and I'm not saying you can't do favors and you can't give back. I'm not saying that. But when you get to a level of excellence, you know, and you're trying to obtain a name for yourself and you're trying to 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 make this project, you know, what it it potentially can be and should be. I think budgets are important. Not only that, um, I, I talk about budget because, yes, I'm coming back home and yes, I'm coming back to Houston to film, you know, and bring actors. But I want to be able to pay these actors who have worked diligently just alongside of me. Mm. You know, you want um, you want to be able to feed your people on set. You want to be able to make sure that this is shot right. So when you do go to um, these networks, it's done and you don't have to redo it. You know, Um, there is a level of excellence that needs to be attained. And sometimes and not just in Houston, you know, I've been to Louisiana doing some things and, you know, it's not just Houston, you know. Elevate yourself. You have the content. Make it make it worth their while. Yeah. Make it to where they can't resist on signing and green lighting your show. Yeah. 
So that's why investors are important. That's yeah. why sponsors are important. Um, and that's why having having good content, period, is important because if you don't believe in your project, who else don't believe in your project? So does the um does the putting a budget to it, is that the part that makes investors in, uh, interested in it or or what does the putting a budget to it do? I think putting a budget to it for one, like I said, is pay, is paying your people. Yeah. Paying your people. That's key. Showing your people. Yeah, showing your people, hey man, I know you talented. I know your worth. You know, let me kick you this. You know, this is let's let's put it in writing. A lot of times we do stuff and we don't have contracts for and you know things like that. And to me, Jay, I feel like we as actors, we're past that. Mm. We've been doing this long enough. Yeah. We've been doing whether it's a stage play, mm-hmm. whether it's a film, we've been doing it long enough. They yeah. need to, you know, we got families. <laughs> we got households. <laughs> you know, I mean we we got families, we got households, we gotta eat too. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's like, you know, I don't mind, you know, I got burnt out, man. I did a play in Houston like in two thousand Oh, don't 16. talk. Don't tell me about it because I know. Come on. Oh, well, I, I did one too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. I was so mad. Like, I was like, okay, you know, hey, Nicole, you're doing this, you're doing that. Come, you know, come, come, come get back to, you know. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I did a play before I was any, any doing anything. So let me just go back. And man, I got so burned out for one you know it was a lot of jealousy a lot of envy it was yeah. like oh she thinks she's been on here she this 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 and this yeah. never that because for one i'm gonna be humble no matter what yeah you know but at the same time it's like you know when when you start when you start talking about managers and agents being involved then people want their money because you yeah. gotta pay them yeah listen (laughs) you know this platform is created to be able to showcase um and promote my fellow creatives right and i know you're in atlanta georgia when the phone hung up earlier i had started playing my homeboys record who um is my is the line brother of my dear friend coach babin who coaches with me at the high school i teach at right so um i know you can't hear this but i want to go ahead and play my homeboy's record you he's out in atlanta right and i was gonna come to atlanta holler at him then come holler well holler at you holler at him holler at some more people and then um you know uh wrap the podcast and drive home and then post but uh it's playing right now. I know you can't hear it because you're not here with me right now, but I'm playing right now and I just had to I had to play it because this is what this platform is all about. This is called Is It a Vibe, Houston, Texas. You're watching listening to episode number 60 of the What's Next podcast, the production of Supervisionary Inc. I got my grown-up girl Crump, Nicole Crump on the phone. And you're listening to Echo Remixes You. And I'ma just play it for a little longer. Just a little, okay. little bit long before I before I get back with you, Nicole. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I really wish that 
I could have made it. You know what? Here's the crazy part. Okay. Mm -hmm. You said you moved to Atlanta in 2014, right? Mm -hmm. I think I came to Atlanta. Excuse me. I was in Atlanta in 2000 and man, it had to be 2016. Okay. And at the time, I think Instagram was popular, but I wasn't following following you on Instagram to be like, yo, Nicole, I'm in the city. What can we do? Um, how can we have some fun? I, I wasn't following you at the time on Instagram, so that's why I never knew to um, to hit you. And I don't even think I knew that you were in Atlanta at the time. That's the thing. I don't think that I okay. knew that you were in Atlanta. All I knew is that I was teaching high school and they um, had this little seminar going on in Atlanta that they paid for. We went out there to uh, do some teaching stuff and try to get better in the classroom. And so that was one of the trips we took that summer to Atlanta to, um, to, uh, you would, you would love it out here though. You would, I mean, you would love it out here. Like I always look at y'all as like rural artsy anyway, especially you, you know, being working around people at the ensemble and things like that. (laughs) So I'm like, man, they run an ensemble. Like I know, you know, they, Hey, no, they got it. <laughs> Listen, we're about a we're about like fifty eight to an hour in, right? And I, this is what I want you to do. I need you to talk to me um, about what it is to be on set in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia. How does that look? Set is is nice. So I went. My my first professional set would be would have would have been you know professional professional with own would be with Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Tyler runs his sets a little bit different. What I do like about Tyler, Tyler prayed every morning. Mm. Everybody, from the cameraman to the to the actors, you know, that's one thing I loved about working with him is we prayed every morning. Not only that, it was no man above the next. I don't care if he was the lead of the show. I don't care if he was an extra. We all ate together. Mm. Know, um, there was a togetherness. It was it wasn't any you know any person above anybody, and that's what I liked about Tyler running the set. A lot of times, you know, we would film you know the whole season. Now, you know, you got eight to twelve episodes in a season, so we filming that whole, whole thing in about a week. So we on set for 15, 16 hours, <laughs> but we getting it done, you know. And it was always. Um, a sense of professionalism and and dedication. Now, you know the the TV one sets I've been on, they run a little bit different, um, which are cool, and everybody's been professional. Um, and then the Adult Swim shows, you know, they were phenomenal as well. So it, it's just a different level of of expectancy from the norm of what I was used to. Um, and I'm not knocking anybody I worked with prior to being on a SAG set. Not mm. knocking anybody because, you know, um, non-unions and you got some pretty cool sets and, you know, things like that. But it's always it's everybody can learn no matter where, what position you're in, whether it's the director to the DP to the PA, everybody can still grow and learn. So yeah. it's still just a learning process. But the set life is cool when when you're into it. You know, I had people that I would talk to, you know, some of the extras would be like, oh, this is taking too long. I'm like, it's going to, sometimes it'll take you an hour 
to get a, a, a minute of content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. but when it's your passion, then you know we don't really care about that. It's just all about you know what you love to do. Yeah. Um. I feel like we could dive so much more in so much further in, but, um, I'll, uh, the, the most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next. Uh, for me, um, script writing, um, mm. networking, mm. um, giving back. Um, I'll say that's my ultimate goal, um, is to give back. Um, a lot of people ask, you know, I, I get the question, you know, as a, uh, you know, as I be, as I'm interviewed in certain things, you know, what makes you drive to do this? And I tell everybody, and it's the same answer I give everybody. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't have a whole lot of outlets, you know, um, mom, I loved her to death. She was very strict though, but I didn't, I didn't have a voice I felt as a kid. And so now as an adult, I feel like I have a voice. And I say that because growing up in a household, my mom worked a lot. She was, she worked at a nursing home. Not only that, she was um, a singer and she toured a lot when she did come home. So she was always gone. So, um, and I don't know if you ever knew this, but I was molested from ages five to 11 by her boyfriend. And um, for me, you know, he silenced my voice. And so television and being on, you know, watching TV was an outlet for me. So watching the Cosby show and watching a different world and watching the Simpsons and watching, you know, all these different shows that I saw on television. For me, when I got the chance to come home and be able to be a kid, watching TV was an outlet for me. And I knew at that point I wanted to do that that I saw them do on TV. And so for me, that's what, that's my outlet. That's what I do. Um, My goal at the, at the end of this is to create a platform for boys and girls who have been raped or molested Mm -hmm. to give them a voice, to have a platform for them in the arts. Um, I want eventually to have my own art center and home for kids who have suffered from child abuse and sexual abuse to have them come to a place where they can feel, you know, it's a safe haven for them. So that's my ultimate goal in all of this. This is real. It's honestly not about me. It's just, I want to create something because I didn't have that platform or have that opportunity when as a kid for me. So I wanted to create something for kids who are suffering in silence. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a, uh, a beautiful thing. I did not know that, but I think that's a beautiful thing, um, to want to attain. Right. Thank uh, you. yeah. Like I said, it's just so much that we could talk yeah. about. And I know yeah. sometime during this, I think that, I think that I will be, uh, doing this series of podcasting over the telephone for a while mm-hmm. i said april but it'll probably be um i don't know maybe to the summertime i don't okay. quote me on that but just to the summertime because of <laughs> okay. what's going <laughs> because of what's going on in the in, in society today you know what i'm saying okay. so uh one thing i didn't do on this episode is i did not pray to start the episode off but um i will pray when we end the episode off um okay. 
And uh uh yeah, man, I just uh, I'm so thankful to have had you on the podcast. Thank you. You know, we're it's we're about <laughs> we're an hour and plus in, right? And I've I've followed uh um remedial bastards on okay. both of my platforms so i followed and i can't okay. wait to go back and, and we're gonna have to have you on we're gonna have to have you on of course okay. <laughs> of course all you guys you, you just say the word you just say okay. the word <laughs> of course <laughs> so uh awesome. uh nicole what uh, uh uh you know and this is not really a question because normally at this point in the podcast what i do is i give a, a I give a SVI t-shirt which is the official t-shirt that I give to the podcast every guest that's ever been on my podcast I give an SVI t-shirt it's a black um SVI logo company t-shirt that I print for everybody who uh has come on my podcast I give them a black and white one and then I give them a podcast t-shirt so the what's next podcast t-shirt I give to as well so what sizes are you I'm a medium medium Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, um, you know what? I'll text you uh, sometime in the morning. Get your address. Okay. Press those okay. shirts. Send them out because I also press T-shirts as well. So I'll send those out to you. And uh, okay. um, yeah, man, I, it's just a token that I give to everybody who comes on a podcast. Had I been in Atlanta right now talking to you face to face, I would have presented you with that right now oh. at this very moment. It's just a token from the com- from the f- yeah, from the company sweet. to you, that's man. Dope. I appreciate your time and and you know um, just you uh, furthering on my podcast and my and my uh, creativity. Right, appreciate you. I um, do. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me no, no, no. Off. I'm listening. I just said I appreciate you. Um, so I want to say, uh, you know what? I really should have started off with this, but dear Heavenly Father, in the midst of um, Corona. The coronavirus. Uh, I want to thank you for your blessings and uh, your mercies. I want to thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I want to thank you for the opportunity to continue to pursue what we love to do. Um, I want to thank you for Nicole Crump, who is a phenomenal actress from the from our very own Houston, Texas, who gave us our story, gave us her story today. And I want to just continue to uh, bless you, um, ask for blessings and mercies and um Thank you on this journey. In your son's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, uh, listen, um, Houston, Texas. Uh, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Nicole, say bye. Bye. (laughs) Peace and blessings, Houston, Texas. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, and them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more way, nah, that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace Spades, that Ace of Spades, it cracked me like, cheers to the money guy, the willy nigga, who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors, yo, yo, salute my dude, Five bottles, one dick, why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line.
it party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls are priceless, Audi. This the upper crust, fuck us up. Over and